Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Good morning, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from, wherever, whenever. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. Yes, whether you're tuning in on talkradio.nyc or uh, at KMET in, in Palm Springs, California, or wherever you're tuning in from, on the podcast, on, on the replay. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm very happy you're all here with us today. This is one of those special shows. No guest. It's just me and you. So let me know if you have questions, comments, anything you would like to hear about, anything you would like me to delve into. I do have a particular topic today. Um, which is about being in the present moment. And uh, we'll get into why I'm talking about that today. But first, of course, we have our little section from my book, Everyday Awakening. We're, we're getting pretty far through the book. I, we're, we're definitely going to finish before the end of the year, but um, I have to see how many more. I'm not sure. I have to double check. Um, so today, the section from my book is entitled to get past the need to know we must cultivate trust. It's actually very relevant for what we're going to be talking about today. So I hope you're going to stick around for the whole show. So here's a section from the book. There are so many things we feel we need to know. For example, we may feel we need to know our purpose in life. We may feel that we need to know who our soulmate is. We may feel the need that we need to know what happens when we die. Because all of these needs are not really needs at all. Many of us live perfectly happy lives without knowing any of it. In fact, knowing these things will not necessarily help us to be any happier. What if we don't like the answers? What if we want to change them and we can't? There would be, where would be the mystery in life if we knew all these answers? Indeed, if we really knew everything that we thought we needed to know, would we not keep finding other things we felt we needed to know? Knowing the answers does not give us a more fulfilled life. Knowing the answers does not automatically make us happier, healthier, or wiser. The reason why is because the need to know comes from fear, not trust. Feeling the need to know, Feeling a need to know is a symptom of the desire for security and certainty and not based on love and acceptance. We want to know what we want, what we do not know because we feel knowing will make us safer. As if knowing the answer to all these questions will somehow make everything better for us. As if knowing will help us be less fearful. Perhaps the biggest lesson in life is learning that we don't have to know everything. 
that not knowing is actually a great gift. That when we live with curiosity and trust instead of fear and doubt, that when we cannot know and still be happy, we can have our fears and not let them drive us. We can get past the need to know and instead cultivate acceptance of what is. Cultivate trust in life. See all the events that led up to this moment and know that we are taken care of. Perhaps not not the way we wanted, yet taken care of nonetheless. Here we are. We survived even when we didn't know how we would make it. We didn't know how we made it to this point in our lives. We also don't really know how tomorrow, next week, next month, or next year will go for us. This is probably true, more true now than ever before. Yet as we trust, we are empowered to move forward and continue our journey in life. So where can you trust more and know less in your own life? So this section of my book really comes from very much my own life experience. This is really something that I've I've had to reflect on a lot because I've been in so many circumstances throughout my life where I had no idea what was going to happen the next day or, or even when I got home from work that night. And that really uh, uh, a sense of like surrender because i couldn't i couldn't know i couldn't control I, 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 there was nothing left for me to do but accept and trust and put one foot in front of the other and i guess being thrust into that kind of place in life and it wasn't early early on it was as a young adult But but there are often like two things that can happen. We either get so traumatized in that situation that when we leave it, we feel we have to control every little aspect of our lives. Or we still get a little traumatized, but we learn to just trust more because we survived it. Because we got through all those days, all those nights, all those challenges. And it's it's not that it's not difficult. Of course it is. And it's not that it completely squashes our desire to know. Look, I've been through the worst of it. I still love to know what's going to happen, even though I know I can't know. And, and, and oftentimes I find it actually like gets me in trouble, like this desire to, to want to know things. Um, 
but what it's really done for me is just helped me to trust life a little bit more that if I could get through those excruciating, challenging, awful parts of my life to get to where I am today and where I am today, I I feel pretty good about that. If I could get to here, like, I think I can trust, I think I can cultivate a little bit more that, you know, everything's going to be all right. And, and being all right does not mean it's going to go the way I want. Being all right is not about everything is going to go perfectly. Absolutely not. It just means that I'm going to be taken care of, not necessarily the way I want, but one way or another, things will work out. Everything will be okay. And indeed, the the ultimate trust comes from even if the worst case scenario happens, even if I die, which we're all going to die anyway. I mean, it's kind of funny we're all so afraid of death and it's like inevitable it's gonna happen whether we want to do or not but i've had enough experiences i've had enough glimpses of what it is like to merge back into the universe That even if I die, that's still okay. I mean, yeah, some people are going to be sad that I'm not here anymore. But my soul, my spirit, my consciousness will still be okay. And and ultimately, like, that is the biggest thing to trust. And it, And it's... The biggest thing that society pushes at us about that need to to be afraid of death. And and religion makes it like this this finality. And I just can't believe that. I've had too many memories of past lives, too many incidences. I've talked to too many people who've survived near-death experiences and have come back to tell their stories that I just know in a very conscious level, maybe not quite on an unconscious level, but on a conscious level, I know that death is not the end. And indeed, I personally believe because of experiences that I've had that when we cross over to the other side, it's actually an ecstatic, beautiful, amazing experience. And even though it's amazing, it doesn't mean we have to rush to get there, that that we shouldn't be rushing to, to 
kill ourselves or to die because the, the juice of this life of having senses and 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 a physical uh, existence is is so juicy even even in its agony it's juicy so there's no need to rush there but if we can in our heart of hearts know that even when we die we're going to be okay then what do we else do we have to worry about? Look, n- none of us want to be in pain, right? That, that's a lot of what the fear does is it just helps us to want to avoid pain. I'm all for avoiding pain, believe me. But we, when we can live life in trust and curiosity, it gives us such a richer life, such a deeper life, such a such an experience of the juiciness of everything, even those things we don't want to experience. Sometimes those can be the juiciest. We learn the most. We grow the most. And I'm talking from personal experience. And look, when when I was going through that period in my life that was excruciatingly awful, I couldn't wait for it to be over. I wanted to get through it, past it, like anybody else. That's normal. That's called being a human being. It's okay to be human. What I'm trying to share with you is that there's a better way. And that if I had heard somebody say the things that I'm saying today back then, that maybe, maybe it would have been just a little bit easier for me. And so I'm hoping that what I say today and the stories I'm going to share with you during the show today will just help you to sink into that sense of trust that life is going to be all right. And and I see loyal listener Sanaya saying, yes, let's live with some curiosity. You know, curiosity is one of our greatest tools. And when we trust it makes access to that tool so much easier, so much easier. Now, look, this is not to say there aren't big problems in the world. This is not to say that we don't have challenges in our personal lives, in our business life, in our careers, in, in everything. Of course, we have challenges. That's Again, that's how we grow. But just because we have challenges and just because things aren't easy and just because things don't always feel good does not mean, does not, does not give us a reason not to trust. And indeed, when we do trust life, somehow things just work out so much better for us. 
easier. It makes getting through these challenges so much more in, in, in a beautiful manner. So um, that, that's my section of my book, Everyday Awakening. Um, that section is entitled to get past the need to know we must cultivate trust. And so, so apropos for what we're going to talk about today. And of course, you can get my book, Everyday Awakening, uh, the URL. You can just go to www.everydayawakeningbook.com. That'll take you to the Amazon listing. Um, and, you know, if you're like me, but you like to support the small independent bookstores, we're in major book distributors. So you just got to go and ask them, say, hey, this book, Everyday Awakening by Sam Leibowitz, I would love to order. Can you order it for me? So please do. Uh, and I see other uh, loyal listener, Adrian says, I have lots of challenges. Welcome to the club, Adrian. Again, uh, that's called being a human being and, and, and living life. Lots of us have challenges. Having challenges is normal. I feel you. And again, trusting that you're going to get through those challenges and that life will continue to support you. Like that is the easiest way to get through those challenges and just to be curious about, you know, how do those challenges serve you? What can you learn from those challenges? What can you take from those challenges? Asking those kinds of questions will really help to, to, to get through them in, in, in a just a little bit better way. All right. It, it, it's time for me to take my, my first break. Uh, when we come back, I have a big announcement, let you all know something. Um, and uh, we're going to get into today's topic, which is very much related to uh, this section of my book. I'm entitling this, this episode In the Present Moment, and you'll understand why. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash talking alternative, Facebook on facebook.com slash talkradionyc, and Twitter and LinkedIn. And, and, and now we're on Twitch TV. So, and, and of course, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find the Conscious Consultant Hour. Please, if, if you do like to listen to podcasts, um, go to your favorite podcasting app, search for the Conscious Consultant Hour, subscribe. Um, the more subscribers we get, leave a five-star rating if you can. Let's help get the word out there and let people know about us. And of course, if you're listening and on the radio out in Palm Springs, California on KMET, um, they stream us there at 10 a.m. every Wednesday, um, local time, that is. So uh, everyone, please stay tuned. We We'll be right back after these messages. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. 
While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you all for tuning in today. I'm very pleased that you're with me. Again, this is one of those shows. It's just me and you. I'm very glad to see my loyal listeners tuning in. Sanaya, Adrian, I'm sure Patty is going to be tuning in uh, soon. Um, if you listen to the show, I, I know I, I see on my live stream uh, uh, there's a lot of flickering going on. This happened last week too. Um, I have to check my computer and see why I'm getting so much flickering on the video. If any of you tech geniuses out there know, let me know why is my Zoom suddenly flickering so much. So I have a big announcement. I wanted to let you all know, I'm very, very happy to let you know that not only am I a best-selling author of Everyday Awakening, not only am I a two-time best-selling author, because I also contributed to a book called Game Changers Volume 7, but I am now a three-time best-selling author um, because I'm also contributed to this book, Good to Greatness, um, which is a series of stories from 20 different um, successful people, uh, uh, all from a, a group I'm involved with, compiled by my dear friend, Christine Monahan. We had a big good to greatness event yesterday. It was wonderful. Several panel discussions. Lots of people came out to it. Um, so, um, check out good to greatness. Um, here's what the cover looks like, uh, compiled by Christine Monahan and, and yours truly. I have one of the chapters in it and my chapter is called in the present moment. And so. Let me, I just want to read the first two paragraphs from my little section of the book. And this will kind of set the stage for what um, we're going to be talking about today. 
So in the present moment, the gift of being present is one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves and others. My own life, while challenging at times, has shown me the importance of fully living with our awareness focused on what is happening right here, right now. Over the years, I've come to know both the difficulties as well as the benefits of such a practice, as well as experiencing the freedom that can come from it. I never realized how much I tried to be not present to my life. From the time I was a child living with parents who were emotionally unavailable because of their own challenges, I just wanted to be somewhere else. I remember how the red brick house I grew up in always felt cold, not just physically cold, but emotionally cold. I couldn't articulate that, articulate that at the time. I could only feel it. So my section is all about sort of my journey from lack of presence to presence. And this very much goes hand in hand with what I was talking about earlier, about trust and not needing to know. Because as a child, and again, I didn't have an awful childhood, but it was challenging for me. I was kind of the sensitive kid. I didn't really fit in that much with other kids. I'd, you know, been abused. I'd been beat up by bullies in the neighborhood. And, and then I got involved sort of at the beginning of my spiritual path, some 43 years ago. God, can't believe it's been that long. Got involved with some friends that I met through the college I was at. And, and really, kind of started me on this path and and it turned out that one of them was schizophrenic and and his family would have nothing to do with him his parents were dead none of his relatives cared about him and i kind of not that i felt responsible for him but he, he was in some ways, so smart. I mean, genius and, and very kind. And I just felt like if I didn't help him, he'd just end up on the street. And so I ended up moving in with him and his girlfriend. I ended up supporting them for, well, I lived with them for six years. I ended up supporting them for like close to 13 years. And in the beginning, things weren't so bad, and there was a lot of hope, and 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 I really thought that, you know, I could help improve things. But as time went on, things got worse and worse and worse. And I'd get up early in the morning to to go to, you know, at first I was a bank teller, and then I worked in another department at the bank, and and I'd get up earlier to go to work. And then I'd come back and then there'd be some problem and he'd break his glasses or he'd break something and there'd be some big problem and we'd spend hours talking it through. And it was really challenging. 
And then eventually I got even a second job. So I worked evenings ostensibly just to, to make more money because, you know, we never had enough money. We, we, we were always, it was always a challenge to make rent every month. And, and I just didn't want to be there. And so my sort of lack of presence that I'd cultivate younger from just not wanting to be with my family, be at home. Now I put myself in a situation that it was just so painful to be present. I just couldn't deal with it. I did anything I could to get out of it. And so eventually I I did move out. I did stop supporting them and they continued on. And I started to, to come on my path of healing. And I didn't really know in the beginning that my path to healing was really about learning to be more present to what was going on in my life. And it's, it's, it's very challenging to be present when you're in the middle of so many challenges. And that's why Adrian, when you, when you post the comment that you have lots of challenges, I hear you. I feel you. It ain't easy. It's not. But we don't have to suffer as much as we think we do. And and I think that's really the message. It's we can go through so much, so much, and we can still be okay. And so I see loyal listener Patty checking in as always knew you'd be there, Patty. So um, let's take a, a quick break and, and I'll kind of continue to take you sort of through my story and, and how I was able to come to the place of not needing to know as much and learning to just trust so that I could be in the present moment that much more. So every- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Please, if you have comments or questions, if you're listening to the live stream, please put your comments in in the comments section. If you have questions yourself, challenges you're dealing with, uh, put it in there and, and say, hey, Sam, I'm dealing with something like this. You don't have to be too specific. Just let me know and and I'll give you my perspective on it of how perhaps being a little more present might make it a little bit easier to get through it. 
So you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Again, we do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc. And, and we will be right back in just a moment. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. No guests this hour, just me and you. Um, just uh, if you see me uh, on the live stream and I'm looking this way and looking that way, I'm, I'm just checking on my different monitors on the different live stream, seeing what people are saying. Um, and I really do truly appreciate you being here. Uh, I know that, you know, sometimes it's it's more engaging, more interesting um to have a show where you're interviewing someone but i've heard from many of my uh, loyal listeners that they like these sam only shows as i call them so i've been talking about presence and 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 my challenges in life of being present and even once i started my healing path i didn't still know what it meant to be present and and then 9 years ago when i i got reintroduced to the idea of using plant medicine work to to really find ways to heal it 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 helped to unwind some of those past trauma, traumas in such a way that i i could not imagine and part of it you know it, it goes back to what i mentioned before that those experiences of knowing that even in the worst, worst, worst case scenario, that we're not going to be here much more, that things are still okay. That 
it really helps to unwind those fears and that need to know and that desire to control everything. And ultimately, to really, truly be present in life. It's really about trust. Ultimately. Because if we're not trusting that things are going to work out, if we're not trusting that things are happening for our highest good, even if we don't like it in the moment, if we can't find that place of trust inside of us, then why should we be present? Why should we experience the agony and the suffering and the discomfort? And look, let's get real. Sometimes we're in situations that just plain suck. Maybe we've lost a loved one. Maybe we lost a relationship. Maybe we've lost our career or our business. Maybe we had been used to a certain lifestyle and now we, we no longer have that lifestyle. Maybe just we don't like the way the world is going and we just want to get back to the way things used to be, but we can't go back. Yeah, things are tough. I know. I've been there. Things can be stressful. Yet I still firmly believe that stress comes from not trusting. Because if we're stressed about something, that means we don't trust that either we're going to be okay, someone else is going to be okay, things are going to work out the way they're supposed to, tomorrow's going to be okay. And it's so interesting that when we're really present, when we're present, we're not thinking about the past and we're not thinking about the future. So where is the stress in the present moment? The stress in the present moment is only if in this very moment, this instant, we're feeling we're, we're, we're in a horrible situation. We're experiencing pain. There's someone pointing a gun at us. There's someone trying to mug us or break into our homes. Like, okay, yeah, in that present moment, things are stressful. But let's face it, that's not the majority of our life. The majority of our life actually can be quite boring. And the majority of life, we're not in a life or death situation. And that's a really good tool to use to to alleviate some stress is just to ask ourselves is this a life or death situation because 99 percent of the time the answer is no now sometimes we are i i remember you know 40 years ago in, in my neighborhood in the bronx I, I was went to the bank to make a deposit and a guy came into the branch with a gun and he's like, give me the money, give me the money. And and one of the tellers, one of those women, she started freaking out. I think she was like diabetic or something that the manager said, and she went into insulin shock or something. So the manager went in, you know, grabbed the money from everyone's cash drawer, put it in a bag, gave it to the guy. He ran out. The police came a minute later, chased him. I think they ended up, I think I heard he, they shot him and killed him in the local park when he was running away. But yeah, in that moment when that guy came in with a gun and everyone got down on the floor, my heart was beating so fast. 
Because you don't know what's going to happen in that next moment. And that's scary. And if you get go to the doctor and you get some kind of diagnosis that you have some life-threatening illness, that's scary. But when we have a moment and we take some time and we calm down, and that moment is past, we don't need to keep reliving it. We don't need to keep being in it. Again, with curiosity and trust, we can take those moments and be and wonder, what was I really experiencing? What was I feeling? And the really fascinating thing is, the more of those experiences that we've had in the past, that somewhere years ago, we went through this and we went through that and we went through this and we went through that. And when we can realize, but you know what? I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still living. I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. Does not that sense of the fact that we've made it this far to this day does is that not reason to trust more and if we look back did we know everything that was going on did we know what was going to happen in our life absolutely not i mean when i was in high school did i have any idea of how my life was going to unfold and what it was going to look like absolutely not Did I have plans? Millions of plans, like constantly getting dashed. I mean, I wanted to be an astronaut, but at the time, you had to go through the Air Force and be an Air Force pilot to be an astronaut, which means you had to have 2020 vision. Well, I've been wearing glasses since I was in third grade. Ain't no way I'm getting 2020 vision. So there goes the dreams of being an astronaut. And then when I was in school and I learned about entrepreneurial opportunities, I thought, oh, well, you know, maybe I can't, I can't be an astronaut, but maybe I can make enough money and become a millionaire. Back then, I didn't even think in terms of billions. I can become a millionaire, make enough money, and maybe I can own a space company or have a, a company in the space industry. And maybe I, one day I can get to space as a passenger, which now actually I, I could with, with, SpaceX and Virgin Galactic and all these other things. I just haven't made the millions of dollars yet. But constantly, one after another, I, I, my my just dreams of, of what my life would be like just constantly got blown up. And so after the first few times, it was like, I just, do I know what's going to happen? No. I, I just Got to accept what life is going to bring me and trust that it's going to be okay. And believe me, I've made lots of mistakes in the process. I've lost more money than I've made in different business projects. Could I have imagined where I would end up, what I would end up doing? Having a show like this, running a station? You know, being married to a woman who's a therapist and being involved in healing and helping people to to overcome trauma. No, I never in a million years thought this is what my life would be like. 
living in Manhattan, having a beautiful apartment, and being able to travel the world. I had no clue. I had no clue. And this is why I oftentimes say the universe has a much better imagination for my life than I do. Because if I were to base my life and live my life on my past experiences, there is no way I would have ever thought I could be as happy as I am, as fulfilled in what I do, touch as many people's lives, and have such amazing opportunities to me. So um, one more break, just a reminder. So if, if you want to read more, I just gave you the first couple of paragraphs, but please feel free to go out and get the book, Good to Greatness. You can find it on Amazon and and uh, uh, it's published by Hybrid Global. So it's also in, in major book distributors. Um, check it out. Uh, not just my story, but there are many wonderful stories of people who've overcome cancer and people with business challenges and all kinds of stuff. It's really a wonderful book. So I got to go to commercial break. My last break, when I come back, let's talk about presence. Really? What does it really mean to be present? And why is being present the best place for us to be in our lives? So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So we're talking about presence, being present. And, you know, I, I guess I should really, well, first I want to thank Patty. I, I, I see loyal listener Patty commenting on the YouTube live stream. Just listening to you, Sam, makes me feel less stressed. I've had one of those weeks just going forward. I'm, I'm so glad, Patty, and I really appreciate you tuning in. I mean, out of all my loyal listeners, you, Sanaya, William, you're, you're always there, always commenting. I so appreciate you. Thank you. What do we mean by presence? When I talk about presence, what do I mean? Presence is about bringing our awareness fully and completely to being right here, right now. And being right here, right now is so rich. There is so much to take in that when we're fully present, we're actually in the strongest, most powerful place we can be. Because when we're fully present, we notice things. Maybe I hear the birds chirping outside. Maybe I'm talking to someone and when I'm fully present with them, I can feel their body language. I can sense whether they're stressed or not stressed, if they're joyful, if they're happy, if they're curious. When we're really present, it becomes obvious what is happening in the moment. And what really keeps us from being present are our worries, anxieties, concerns, which all come from a lack of trust. And that lack of trust is developed because of trauma that we've been through in the past. And unfortunately, I don't know a better way of getting through that, but we really have to get through it. We have to remember it, experience it, process it, and let it go. And this is why I'm such a believer in plant medicine work, because it's 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 one of the most accelerated ways I know of to get through this. It's why I believe in working with a professional, with a therapist, but not just any therapist, because a lot of therapists focus on just talk therapy, which is not very effective. It doesn't really help us to get through our challenges quickly. I much more believe in sort of the body-centered form of therapies. I mean, again, what my wife does, EMDR, somatic experiencing, somatic intervention, breath work. I mean, things that are very focused on our body because these things live in our nervous system. And if our nervous system is wound up, if our nervous system has all this trauma from the past in it, how can we really be present? The the, the pain, the anguish, the the, the lack of self-worth, the, the, the lack of self-esteem, it's constantly taking us out of presence, taking us out of presence, taking us out of presence. Because those things constantly give us worry, constantly give us uh, concern, constantly make us want to disassociate. Now, I'm not saying disassociation is always necessarily a bad thing. 
sometimes it's a necessary tool to get through whatever we're experiencing in the moment. But when we can release and let go of that experience, when we can change our stance from one of protection to one of curiosity, when we can really lean into the idea that life happens for us and not to us, and that even if we can't see how what we're experiencing is for us and not to us, that still it's for us and not to us. It it just helps us to breathe a little easier. It just helps us to relax a little bit more. And then we can be present a little bit more. My wife always gives me a hard time because I'm doing so many different things. And for those who haven't heard, I'm now the executive director of the Evolutionary Business Council, an organization I've been a member of for many years. And it's very near and dear to my heart. I'm very honored that I was asked to take on this role. But I'm doing that. I'm running the radio station. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the other things, the conscious consultant. How do I manage all these different things? There's only one way I could do all this. And that's because I'm present to what needs to get done right here and right now. So when I'm doing my show, I'm doing my show. I'm not thinking about the million other things I need to do. When I'm working on the EBC, I'm focused on that. When I'm doing my conscious consultant work, I'm focused on that. And hey, do things sometimes slip through the cracks? Sure, I'm human. But by being really present to what's calling my attention, to where my energy is lined up to in the moment, I'm more focused, more creative, I'm more productive. And when my energy is not lined up with what I'm doing, I got to take a break. I got to do something else. I got to go somewhere where I can be present to something else. Even if that being present, maybe to doing some puzzle on my phone. There's all kinds of presence. And if we want to really cultivate presence, trust. Trust is so essential. It is the root and core. And why should we trust? We should trust because life got us to this moment right here, right now. Other people didn't make it here. My friends who I lived with for six years and I supported for almost 13 years A year ago, Christmas time, they died in a fire. So, just the fact that we're here, right here, right now, is a reason for us to trust right here, right now. And when things are tough, and they'll get tough, ask for help from life, from other people, if it's appropriate. Trust that there's help out there for you. 
in one way or another. It's not always physical help. Sometimes it's just moral support, emotional support. Be curious and look for how is what we are going through serving us. Even if it doesn't feel like it's serving us in this moment right here, right now, overall, in our life, in general, it's serving us somehow. What we learn, what we experience, it all brings us to such a rich place in life. Even if we can't see how in the moment, trust that life will. So thank you for tuning in today. Um, again, uh, this book, Good to Greatness, number one bestseller, please pick it up. This makes me a three-time bestselling author. I can't believe it. <laughs> I never thought I'd even be a one-time bestselling author, let alone a three-time bestselling author. So thank you all for tuning in. And, th- and Patty, thank you. I'm glad uh, you're enjoying these moments with us together. <laughs> And remember, if you did miss any part of today's show, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc, on our YouTube channel. Please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Talking Alternative, or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash TalkRadioNYC. Our Twitter stream, which Twitter is also TalkRadioNYC, Twitch TV, TalkRadioNYC. Just look for TalkRadioNYC. You'll find us everywhere. And and remember to, to subscribe to, to our shows. Remember, uh, later today, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Frank Harrison and his show, Frank About Health. And, of course, Fridays, we have our whole block of Friday shows, uh, Philanthropy and Focus, always Friday, Intangify, um, for all those entrepreneurs and business owners out there and people who are into the business world. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you come back next week. I got a wonderful guest in store for you next week. She's really something. I I hope you'll tune back in and uh, you take care. Trust. Practice being present. Learn to be curious. And next week, come back and let me know how did that go for you? Thank you all. We will talk to you all next week. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.